Hashem's loving grace. Welcome to Parsha Pearls. This week's Torah portion is Miketz. And we see at a very dramatic scene after Jacob's 10 sons have gone down to Egypt during the famine to bring food from Egypt. Egypt has plenty, plenty of food because they've stored food in the seven years of plenty. Since Joseph, their brother, they don't know that he's the viceroy of Egypt. This is Joseph's plan to store the food so that they won't be hungry during the seven years of famine. And they go down to Egypt. Joseph recognizes them, but they don't recognize Joseph. And Joseph accuses them of being spies. And they say, no, we're not spies. We're all, we're 12 brothers of, of one father. Well, Joseph says, we're 12 brothers. Where, where's, I only see 10 of you. He says, well, one has disappeared. They're talking about Joseph. And one is a young, he's the only leftover son of his mother. We're talking about Rachel's only leftover son. They think that uh, they don't know where Joseph is, disappeared. That's Benjamin. Okay. And Benjamin, they said he can't leave his father because if he leaves his father, his father will surely die of sorrow. Joseph says, takes, takes Simon and he incarcerates him. And he says, you go back up. And if you don't bring down your younger brother, no more food for me. And you won't see me ever again. Okay, me and my brothers say, go back to the land of Israel, Canaan, then Canaan. They say to their father, they tell their father everything that had transpired. And Jacob says to them, Lama me. why did you do bad for me? Why did you tell him that you're 12 sons of the same father? Why did you tell him this? Why did you tell them? Well, the Midrash says one thing. The Midrash says that the sentence that Jacob said, why did you deal badly with me? Why do you dad bad for me? He's accusing the sons of telling them that telling the Pharaoh that they're the viceroy of Egypt, that he there's has 12 sons, that they're all sons one mother, of one father. Mitch says this, Jacob never said anything senseless in his life except now. This is the only non-Emuna sentence that Jacob ever said in his life. Because he says to them, he says to his sons, why did you deal badly with me? Why did you do something bad for me? It's not them, says the Midrash. It's Hashem. Hashem does everything as we believe in our first principle of the moon. Hashem did, does, and will do. And Hashem put this in their mouths. They didn't want to volunteer information, but they were interrogated. They were grilled under pressure. This is what they said. And now they've got this problem. So what did Hashem do? Jacob thinks that his sons did bad they, they, they did a bad bad deed by telling uh, the viceroy of Egypt, which was really Joseph, that he had 12 sons and that they have a, they have a, a brother, a brother left in, left in the land of Canaan. But what this engineered, this engineered that the people of Israel would come down to Egypt. OK, they'd be in slavery, but this is setting the stage for the future exodus for the Geula, the full redemption of our people. Meanwhile, it's providing sustenance. They would have stayed in Canaan at that time. They would have died of starvation. But he wanted providing sustenance. Joseph has prepared everything for his father to come down. And Joseph, he's thinking good for his father, he wants to bring his father down and take care of him and be plenty. We could see when a person, what do we learn from this? What do we learn from this? What's the Midrash telling us? This is the one time in Jacob's life that he said something that was, that was not an Amuna, an Amur-oriented expression saying sometimes we think that a person did bad to us a person did something somebody gave us a raw deal somebody dealt us badly there's nobody in the world Rebhaim of Elijah says Ain od milvadu. there's nobody but Hashem nobody but Hashem it's written in the Torah Hashem uses people's choices to 
and act what his own his, Hashem's decrees. And so sometimes when Hashem wants to do good for us, maybe we're not deserving. So Hashem has to cloud it in something seemingly bad, something seemingly painful. But a person with a muna, this everything, even something difficult happens, something difficult happens, and maybe something much worse should happen. And Hashem is is uh, mitigating a, a very severe sense and something light. Or maybe something that seems painful now is just a preparation for future good. How many times have people received a letter of termination of employment? And maybe they'd have been a job, they'd have stayed in that job for another 30 years. But termination of employment, that's to look for a job. And all of a sudden they find a job with it, pays double at their old job. They're much more happier. They've got a nicer boss. Whatever Shem does, and we learn from this week's Parsha, and we learn from this, this passage where Jacob says, well, why did you deal bad with we think someone deals bad with us. Shem loves us. We're all Hashem's kids. And Shem does everything for the best. What Nachamish Gamzu teaches us, Gamzula Tova, this is also for the good. So we learn from this week's Parsha that sometimes seemingly bad things that happen, seemingly negative things that happen in our life, it's all just clouded. Inside, there's a silver lining. And we wait for the good. Be patient, hold on with the Muna, and we'll see how things really turn out for the good. Meanwhile, have a continued wonderful Hanukkah and a great Shabbat. God bless.